20 Day Fiance. Hello. Have you ever wondered uh, if you're looking at a house or a business or maybe you're just traveling in a new part of your city, but you just have a weird vibe and you say, something, something happened here. Well, with the app, something happened here that I've developed, you will be able to use your GPS coordinates and you will get an accurate accounting of the most heinous events that occurred in a given space all over the world. So that way, if you're someone who's always looking for a reason to maybe uh, put a damper on the occasion, or you just want to stay informed and realize that maybe the, you know, the Pinkberry that you're at is on, you know, a, a, has a terribly violent past, you have a right to know that. And yes, I've been sued by multiple tourism boards of multiple places because it says I'm bringing to light a lot of things that are unnecessary or traumatic, but I say history is important. Thank you so much for having me. I am Sophia Alexandra. What's the name of the app? It's called Something Happened Here. <laughs> I just wanted to see your face when you said it again. Yeah, I know, because you have to really <laughs> emphasize it. It's not just, you know, and, and look. I'll give you that. The marketing was a little not good because the app wasn't, you know, a lot of people were like, it should be like Trami or like Traumap, you know, like Trauma Map or something mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm. But I was like, no, no, no. Like, I want something like you can really just, people will know. And it makes sense. You go, something happened here. And you got to well, have your eyebrows raised. I am, I got to say, pretty perturbed by the name of your business because, mm. hello, I am the inventor and CEO of a little invention called Something Happened Here, mm. which is a way to detect if there is dookie on the grass that you're about to sit. Like, wow. has there been, is there dog or human or cat shit residue mm -hmm. where you're about to have a romantic time in the park? Right, right, right. So mm. you need to know something have, happened here. I can't is, sit here now. Is that I? I, I didn't know. Again, that I'm a, Miles Gray, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, is there a big market for people wanting to be like, oh my god, it's so many shit here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, upwards funny. of five people. So I feel like, yeah, it, it's a wave. You know what I mean? Uh huh. I, I would just say uh, that's funny because I also, I, I mean, you know this and I know you're, you bring this up because we're currently in litigation over my other app called this shit. Yeah. Which is the shit detecting app in general. That's just a yeah. shit detection device for people who just think, you know, spoiler alert, every, there's just shit everywhere. Yeah. Don't ever put it on money. Oh no 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 no! You will just it's all stop blood and handling money. And yeah. It's mostly poo. Yeah, mostly. I mean the cocaine's not even worth it, is what I'm saying. If you're trying no. to s snort, the point is don't snort poop. <laughs> is yeah, what I'm saying. Well, we can agree on that, and we can also agree on this. This is 420 Day Fiance, a podcast where we discuss our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance. And it's various iterations. Today, we're going to mm -hmm. be talking about 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, something mm -hmm. about bubbles, some shit. What is it? More bubbles, more fun, right? Yeah, let's talk about sex. Uh-oh. I, I, did you not watch the right episode? <laughs> 
All right, what happens? Did you watch Happily Ever After? Yes. With Libby and Andre? Yes. And, okay, so you just, maybe the wrong thing. So you saw the baby party, Eleanor's birthday party? Yes. Okay, then we're still talking about the right oh, okay. episode. I just don't know so, the name of it. Okay, so we're in, wait, where did you get all this bubble shit from? I thought it was called More Bubbles Something Something. <laughs> I don't, is that not it? Maybe that's the one of, <laughs> name of the next one. I don't know. Um, I thought that's what I, it was. Look, you know way, what? The point is. This one's called Season 6, Episode 13. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about all the all good the things and the bad things. I'm gonna things. flip that with your me. dad. Let's talk about that. Let's talk, Let's about, talk about Chuck. Ooh, Chuck is so such a fucking dork. Anyway, let's get into it. Libby and Andre. Um, you know they're gonna go meet up with Chuck, I guess, because like the they're all they're all three of them are teaming up on this house flip. Uh, you know, Andre just has like the great misogynistic takes off the rip. He's like, go put your clothes on. It's going to take an hour. <laughs> so I'll get, I'll, I'll be waiting. Um, and then he's like, yeah, you know, Libby's also designing the house because woman, obviously. So I think she knows how to choose colors or something. So there's that. And then they get to the house and it smells bad. Oh my God, babe, babe, how are you going to flip this house, babe? Babe, the what smell the is outrageous, what? babe. Babe, I, I don't know what, what's going to happen. Babe, can you make over a smell, babe? I don't, I don't how, know. How do you make like over a smell, milk. babe? I, I don't know. Look, I guess it smells bad because you bought a distressed property. And who knows what kind of uh, desperation was being experienced in that home. But that's not the point. With a new coat of paint and some furniture from living spaces, you got a fucking mansion, baby. Yeah, the whole thing is Chuck gets there and they're really focused on the money because Andre's like, yeah, so I'm also going to be the agent. You know what I mean? This is my listing. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that my other taste when I'm selling this shit too because I'm putting in sweat equity. And Chuck is just so scared already. He's like, yeah, okay, sure. I mean, the, I think my daughter's going to get mad, but I, I, I don't know. Yeah, you can try. <laughs> If they come and try to take this listing away from me, be ready for some problems in the family, okay? Oh, my okay, God. Okay, Chuck. Okay, you can gently rest your balls on my face the way we practice, okay? <laughs> okay, pay back for your kindness with my face for your balls. <laughs> Thanks, Andre. I mean, I think we're really making ground, Andre. Honestly, it feels really good, Andre. Just the way you, you know, the way you just, you know, grab me from... By my hips, you know, just finna grab me by the waist. You play that song by Kay Roosevelt and we're just swaying, watching the sunset. <laughs> I'm finna grab you by the waist. I don't know if that song was a big, do you remember that song, Do Me Now? Yeah, I by do. Kay Roosevelt. Kay Roosevelt. Baby, I'm horny. You know what I mean? Woo! Mm -hmm. Said, do me now, do me now. But that song starts off, I'm finna grab you by the waist. <laughs> That's what I picture. Just Andre and Chuck just swaying to that. Okay. Anyway, that's what I'm. That's what I'm spending my time. I, on I'm picturing that song from Birds of Prey. Make it sway. Mmm. Wait, what's like, that song? Bad girls make it sway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So regardless of how much they're swaying. Chuck is, again, very concerned about what will happen 
if Jen and Rebecca figure out what's going on and that Andre is just, he's going to be soaking up all the profits. But before immigrant. we even get there, I'm sorry. We mm-hmm. learned some juice about our boy Charlie, who it turns out hasn't been that successful at flipping houses because yep. it turns out someone coked out a little too hard. Hey, just hey, he was too much focused on party time. You know what I mean? And not fucking profit time. And so those houses were a loss because yeah. he doesn't know how to do the very minimal job that he was assigned to do. And that is why he's salty that Andre is coming into the picture because he's actually going to work. Right. And anybody working is going to make him look really bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyone putting in effort because just anyone that's not related to Chuck is going to look a lot better just in this entire situation because like, Every it, the, everything is all Chuck centric, like all the kids lives, I think, except for Jen to a certain extent, because she's with like her wealthy Danish husband. She's like, you know, if everything went south with her dad, she could still, I guess, be financially OK. Whereas everyone else is like so much like this is my thing. This is my dad. This is where I get my money. You got to stay away. You're an immigrant. Why aren't you lifting yourself up by your bootstraps like I did by being my dad's child? And you're like, what the fuck are these people going You just come about? here and you expect to mooch off our dad when we earn that with our genetics? <laughs> yeah. My mom <laughs> fucked this guy. So. Okay. So what did you do? Honestly. Oh. 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 From oh, I, did he come in you? Oh, he did. Oh. Oh. Oh, that changes a lot of things. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. But. <laughs> did not expect that answer, honestly. Like, okay, I guess I'm out the family, huh? (laughs) They go to some banging bungee zone or bouncing bungeeville or whatever the fuck, like some bouncy house test drive location, the three sisters. And like they go and like kids are playing and then they sit down and then Jen is just like, okay, so this is shady and fucked up that dad gave Andre a property. And then her sisters just again. The line was, it's not a shock. I just think it's shady and fucked up. Fucked up. up. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And then the attitude of, I can't believe Andre, his name, I refuse to learn how to pronounce properly, would do me like this. I mean, I did everything for him. I don't Mm. know if you remember. I fucking taught him how to drive. Oh, my fucking God. I was there at his fucking bar mitzvah. Are you fucking kidding me right now? That was the fucking attitude. It was a chicken man attitude. Yeah. Where she was like, I held him steady and now he's taking money out of my pocket. Like he was in a bad motorcycle accident. I remember he was walking all fucked up and then like I worked (laughs) with him and then now he could dance at his own wedding. And then he fucking did this. Is he fucking shady? Their fucking zero sum game mentality is so fucked up and is exactly what's wrong with people who don't have the ability to understand that like people can get help. Not that I'm saying Andre deserves any help or whatever, but just in general, this idea that like, what the fuck dude now we're the that because they literally say at one point like that's money that i could be making and maybe in the narrow context where you're completely dependent on your father's business as your like way of having an allowance but like this the the idea that the help cannot be extended or that 
things can happen with other people and that doesn't fuck your life up in general. It might not even have to be assistance. It could just be that, you know, people put, are like that with success. Like they see other people successful and then like, well, fuck that. Cause it's like, that's success is so finite and I will not experience that cause this other person, I'm all angry and shit. It's just ugh, it's fucking, I'm just so tired of them. It's that whole pie theory instead of being like, bitch, there's another 80 pies in the oven. Yeah. Okay. Just fucking you're at, chill. You're at Pie Hut where it's all yeah. you can eat pies. It's you international it. house of pies. Literally, the, the pies are making themselves. Yeah. I and mean, it's kind of weird. And we don't ask questions, whatever, you know. We just serve the get, pies. Do they fuck each other and they have babies real quick? I think so. But we don't give a fuck because the pies keep coming out faster than we can eat them. So what are we going to do? Please eat some of these fucking pies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please. The, the commercial for Pie Hut or International. Is Ariella pies crying? Just t- turns into a panicked thing. Like, oh, my God. Um, Please eat some of these fucking pies. The banana creams are ruining my life. Can you just fucking take them out of here? They started gambling on like which guys can beat each other up worse after work and they like bet on us and it's so much please help us. International House of Pies. <laughs> Come by. We never run out. <laughs> what a fucking what world are we in? But I don't know. That just feels right. That's their feels, secret. It feels right and the as long as the pies fuck. keep on coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, they keep coming. And coming. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's not whatever this, but this I, joke could go so blue so quick forget it sorry i just was gonna say yeah um that i love that both of the sisters jen and becky just woke up and chose violence and just were like hey we're here to ruin a child's birthday party oh my god right sis <laughs> Yes, yeah, we're here, bitch, and we're gonna fuck up Eleanor's <laughs> second birthday party. We don't give a fuck. We will embarrass ourselves in front of our children, our our own children too, who are old enough to see how embarrassing this is. Hi, there's more than one way to make memories. Mm. We're your aunties. Prepare for a best birthday ever. Okay, fuck. I'm sorry. Just such evil stepsister energy from those two it is wild um this birthday party though okay eleanor's two the sisters are shady um and chuck arrives and dude when chuck arrives andre's like yo chuck like really fucking it's it was so it made me cringe out of my body because i'm like you you're so transparently bad at like playing this guy but chuck is so desperate his ass is like he just wants oh. to be seen, yeah, and, and he and loves he's it. He's so excited that anybody in the world sees him. It's yeah, rather than like he loves that someone he comes into a party and someone goes Chuck, yo, versus him coming to the party and go fucking dad's here. No, fucking put it away. He's gonna know we're fucking on. Hey dad, <laughs> hey hey, what's up? Huh? No, I don't know. Charlie <laughs> went to go lift weights in the backyard or something. Fuck, I don't care, dude. You're such a fucking dick. That. Fuck! Ah! <laughs> like, oh my god! And so when when Andre gives him that love, I mean, I see this is where 
if Chuck was, you know, I would, I could get Chuck to, again, I say this a lot, like, I bet I could talk him into smuggling drugs. I think I've said this about him before. All he needs is a little bit of encouragement and a little bit of positive reinforcement. I think he means again. Yeah. Yeah, well, don't worry about it. Yeah, just fucking strap this to your leg, you idiot. They're not going to ask anything, you weeble wobble motherfucker. They're not going to say shit when you walk in. They'll just go, and you will get $5,000 on the other side. Wait for a call from Rico. Or we'll be over WhatsApp. You got WhatsApp, right? Yes, use your phone. Oh, but I don't know. I've just, just come on, Chuck. You're cool, right? Chuck, you're cool. You're the coolest gangster guy I know, Chuck. Come on. Oh, all right. I, I guess so. Yes, Chuck, baby. See, that's why they fuck with you. Boom. Then he's on that show, uh, Locked Up Abroad. Oh, my God. This The party decorations look really nice. Andre, mm-hmm. did you have anything to do with that? I bet not, because you only do ugly shit with your ugly fucking face and hands. So Uh-oh. did you have anything to do with your child's beautiful party, even though you were an ugly ass person inside and out? Did had, you? Did you help with the decorations with or did you just fucking Andre out and just get all big and muscly and like, oh, I would never fuck Jen, even God. though she would really like it. Damn it. Wait, what was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I put, I hung the balloon on that flower wreath and I even wore this woman's shirt, even though it's for men. But I say this is for females because it has flowers on it and thugs. Daddy's from Moldova. Don't wear no floral print. Um, but he did for this occasion. Shall we talk about the cake situation? Stop cutting the fucking cake, Andre. <laughs> What the fuck is your fucking problem? I'm I'm trying to get some cake out so we can have some sweets in our belly. That's what the fuck I'm doing. Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking high? I don't care what fucking country you're from, okay? Everyone knows when to cut the fucking cake. Unless there's something fucking wrong with them in the fucking head, even though they're so sexy on the outside. Uh. Will they fuck me, Jen? I'm sorry, again, what was I talking about? I think a cake. The point is, (laughs) you're stupid and you should have hate sex with me. I understand this is a child's birthday party. I woke up and chose violence. Oh, my God. 100% you chose violencia. Please (laughs) help us. But she... So he, this dude really started cutting the cake. And before they sang happy birthday, I was even like, what the fuck? I, I don't know why I got mad, but that just felt like such a violation. Um, I don't know why suddenly I was in that party too. And I was really upset at him for cutting the cake. But again, I love when they put the slice back and then sing <laughs> the song with the cake turned. So, the, so you couldn't see the it. slice from the photo that she was taking of it. <laughs> but you saw it from the back. You saw that yeah. comb over. It was the cake comb over. We see. We see. Maybe from that side. But so you can get to the back, you go, oh, no. Some, that this, cake somebody's that messing around. deep dish cut. This is a propaganda I cake. Mean, deep dish part. That deep dish part. That deep dish part. <laughs> so, yeah, there. I guess suddenly he realizes, I think he, he must, was he high or something? Because he knows. I don't know. Do, would you just cut the cake before singing? I feel like he's been around enough birthdays at this point in the U.S. to know. Like, I think it was just a simple a mistake, but he can't ever admit that he's wrong. Right. So he's like, 
She's like, why are you, you trying to fucking control you're everything? You're fucking crazy. You fucking witch. <laughs> Remember when she said that? When she first came over, she goes, what the fuck are you doing? You're cutting the cake. And he goes, why the fuck are you trying to control everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo. <laughs> this man. Why the fuck are you trying to control everything? Yo, you Now are... it's the family business all of a sudden, okay? So everybody control the cake. So I have to, fl- I, I can't flip the cake. Like I can't flip the house. I flip whatever I fucking want, Jen. Yeah. It's a fucking so stupid. Then, okay, so he thinks he can cut it. But again, he's such a small man that he couldn't go, oh, my bad. My bad. Most chill people on earth, like, look, I get it. I've been fucking high and have, like, done some shit like that. And you're like, you're like, yo. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Yo, my bad. I'm high. Like, I wanted to eat this child's cake. And I'm sorry I bit the side out of it before you sang happy birthday. But I'm high. But I'll apologize. This guy just went in. Why are you trying to fucking control everything? Again, that's Andre. Also, a really good way to avoid that is to Mm. have a little smash cake for a one person, like the birthday person to blow on, especially now Mm post-COVID. Then there's cupcake versions of that cake so that like people can get started on those whenever. And oh, then, shit. like, yeah. you get that cake. Just get all that funfetti. You could do all kinds of just, I, I make a bunch of batter. Like, yo, you want it in a cup? You want it in a cone? You want to smash your fucking elders with it? I got you. Welcome to my shop. Um, But yeah, anyway, so he's trying to call Becky out for trying to control shit. Then he starts cutting these big ass slices. And again, Becky's like, why are you cutting them so fucking big? It's for a fucking baby. Have you ever seen a fucking baby, Andre? Okay. They have little fucking mouths. Okay. What is the baby going to fucking eat that cake with its fucking asshole? What the fuck is wrong with you? Why would I ever think that based on the slice of this? I just cut a big piece. I'm hungry. Look, I don't know what you fucking do in Moldova, but here babies have tiny ass fucking mouths. Okay. So readjust Mm. your fucking mouth fucking priorities okay for somebody who like i know he was big on his you know maybe some of us need some sweets in our bellies shit but he comes from a spread culture we saw how they got down in moldova we saw the fucking we saw the spreads okay that they were getting down with out there the Um, spreads were fucking you should have plenty of options if your spread is right you don't have to go. You don't have to fucking jump nine steps into the cake like that. Nah. Who's gonna do that? Who's gonna do that? Spend too much time on putting up pink shit. Not enough time on getting nibbles out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was so, yeah. not a super spreader. It was an anti-super spreader. What is Maybe the soupy. opposite of a spread? What is the opposite of a spread? A, a like stingy, a, a stingy, closing? a stingy butter plate. Like a shutting, too- like a food yeah. shutting. It's just austerity. And it's, like five Cheerios and like no, like five not, Cheerios hold and on, like hold on, old, hold on, and we like had old such, ass oh, cantaloupe. You're fucking the vibe up by bringing up tiny food spreads. That's like really upsetting. Actually. No, this is just more than like. I just want us to then remember how good the spreads that we do are. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! See, feels anyway. good now. Mm-hmm. does feel good feels feels right now um okay so what else oh then then they start jen and becky start going off about them all being in cahoots and shit and fuck it and then she throws a cake whatever 
Bye. I don't like it when people fuck with my money, okay? And by oh, my money, okay. it's theoretical money that I did not make, but also could make. The point is, are you going to date me, Andre? Okay. Okay. So I don't know. I I know that's the short answer. And I would never do that. You're my arch nemesis. That's like the Joker fucking Batman. Oh, so I don't look as much like Chuck, like your fucking wife, huh? Is that the issue? No, I don't you really, look you enough don't. like my fucking dad. No, to be real, you don't. And if you did, I probably would be a little more with it. But since you don't look like Chuck, I'm kind of off this. Hey, thanks, Andre. That was a cool. That was cool whatever. To say, I'm gonna go fuck a Danish thanks. man. That's really cool, Andre. Yeah. So Andre <laughs> thinks I'm kind of cute, and I think that's really cool. <laughs> that that would be his next confession. <laughs> totally. He said that to camera. <laughs> like, yo, Chuck, get the fuck out of here, you lonely boy. I'd say. Uh, when boys. did my feelings towards him start to change? I. I'd have to say once I saw him handle that RV, yeah. I yeah. feel like that's when I started really I loved uh, it. feeling his vibe. And then, you know, I started, because I would watch him grip the steering wheel of the RV, and then I would notice his forearms. And then and I, I could picture other things arms, he could grip. <laughs> and then how sort of, sort of really well-defined his biceps were, and his shoulders, and then his triceps. And then I just kind of started looking all over, and I said, you know what, Andre's kind of a cool guy. <sighs> and then they cut to break. Um, okay, anything else to add, or shall we go to break? We, I'm good with that. Yeah. All right, we're good with that, and with that, we will go vibe out with Chuck, and we'll be right back after this. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. And <laughs> I think you know what it's time for. I mean, I think I do know what it's time for. Is it? Okay. Jesus, I broke my whole shit. It's time for y- Yara and. Um. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yara and Joby. Ah, Joby. Look, this this is another couple. Who, I'm like Joby, I can't be bougie. No oh one's bougie God. here. Yeah. Joby, we move somewhere where I be bougie, okay? Joby. I just want a big Miami butt. Not an international house of pancake butt. Joby, this butt flat like TV. Joby, no. <laughs> I mean, she they're going to Miami because they have to get back, like, I guess, find their swag or whatever as a couple again. And really, it's Jovi's attempt at trying to. Jovi, where did I buy pumpkin butt, Jovi? Pretend she's not a mother or something, I think, really is, is, what, is what the yes, whole thing is. Yes, I give Myla to your mother, who's our servant, and then I go get pumpkin butt, Jovi. <laughs> I'm going, she's going to go to Dr. Miami, okay? And she's going to get hooked up, okay? Because the sh- <laughs> they're going to call her junkyard uh, when she gets out of that doctor visit. Well, how do you say, what's junk uh, in Russian? Why would you say like a big butt? I don't know what the slang for it is. Okay, well, if, I mean, let, when I let's left, be elegant. Butts weren't like, yeah, weren't big in. then. Yeah, they were. Okay, in. what's an elegant way of saying it? Literally, Bolshaya is big. 
Mm. And then if you want to say ass, it's жопа. So, большая жопа. Oh, my God. That's a big ass. Ooh-wee. <laughs> Look at that жопа. God damn, did that ass coach Penn State and overlook Sandusky's molestation? Because that's жопа. <laughs> Joe Paterno. Um, okay, I'm sorry. That joke was for very few people, but I did it anyway because that's what podcasts are about, indulging yourself. Um, but yes, Yara and... Dobby! They're here. She, she, she has to be right. She has to bring two coats again because she said it's all bad bitches in Miami, so I'm not going to pull up looking like some fucking lame. I got to have my real shit on. I know my Miami, Joby, okay? It's Cadillac, it? top uh-huh. down, Snoop Dogg. He have fluffy jacket. Mm-hmm. He's smoking marijuana. He's got some girls, okay? Joe beats me. Then <laughs> <laughs> asleep in the car. <laughs> So tired. Dude, Cadillac opened the top. Okay, Cadillac opened the top and Snoop Dogg on the fluffy jacket is like the one of the most elegant things of prose I think I could have ever experienced. Cadillac opened the top. Snoop Dogg Snoop on Dogg the fluffy on the, jacket. And you got Snoop Dogg on the fluffy jacket. Okay. Uh, smoking, smoking marijuana. The, smoking the marijuana and bab and girls are shaking. Some girls. Oh my God! You know what, Yara? That's a that's just a hip hop bonus. Uh, you know, for just accurately. <laughs> first of all, it, that is such a. I mean, look, they have Cadillacs down in Miami, but Snoop Dogg is from Los Angeles, uh, so you're better off maybe with you know I don't know if you want to say Uncle Luke if you're if you're gonna go there if you're gonna go if you're gonna get a little dark side with it. Or, you know, Mr. Mr. Pitbull, 305 Worldwide. Yeah, w- that was what I was going to say. I was like, how is it obviously not a Pitbull reference for her right away? Yeah. I mean, who knows? Is she, is she more current? What about Flo Rida, just visually <laughs> speaking? <laughs> I mean, look, how much does she know? Is she going to call out uh, Denzel Curry? Like where she's like, hey, I, know, I, fuck, with, I fuck with Zell or Trick Daddy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That would, yeah. If she, Actually, could you imagine Trick Daddy, she's like, I could see. She's like, you know, Florida, it's Cadillac, open the top, trick daddy and Trina. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just pulling up with Denzel Curry in the back. Uh, you know what time it is. We got DJ Khaled out there too. It's and 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 Jason Derulo on the puffy coat. I think he's from Miami. Anyway, uh, shout out to her description of Miami. I think it had everybody um in stitches. So what else? Um I don't know. She, she's so tired. Clearly, um, she's, oh, I love Miami. No homeless people. Oh, so clean. Oh my god! What? But she was trying to. She was trying to like protect herself. She was like, "Well, look, nothing against you know homeless people or whatever, but it's just like dirty. They like are just like living under the bridge." Oh but my they, god! But they disgust me with the fact that they're poor, and also their presence reminds me of my life and my comfort, and I don't care for that. Yeah. So I love Miami. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's been fucking wonderful. Uh, yeah. So look, she's really there to fight her husband, Joby, who, you know, he's just so tired of his wife who suddenly becomes some kind of boring ass grandmother that is raising a child by herself. Like, what the fuck is this? What's going on with her? And luckily they have Gwen. Oh, come on. Joby and Yara, can I get some food? No. Mazar, you stay here with baby. Take the baby. You in babysitter mode. No Sit food for down. you. 
Shut the fuck up. And if you eat something out this hotel fridge, I swear to God, it's I coming out your ass. I will smell your breath for mints. <laughs> I know when you've been eating the toothpaste. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, Gwen has to immediately be a babysitter. And they officially just go, okay, look, um, let's go for a sunset meal and drinks or some shit. She's got a dress on. Uh, did you like her dress? Her pink dress? Yeah. Okay, good. That's where I was too. Not that I'm a fashionista. I mean, also isn't like bodycon kind of like done? Oh, that style of dress. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what I was responding to. I'm like, it felt from a bygone era, but also, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, Yara, you're doing Miami too hard. You it's know? just like not 2021. Yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta. You're really trying so it. hard to be fashion. Yara, like, you don't do that, God, please. I mean, take it from us. Somebody mm. with cat uh, ear headphones and somebody. I'm wearing who, Ross dress for less, so yeah, you better wearing, fucking recognize. Someone wearing an old French soccer jersey. Take it from us. I mean, Miami's a state of mind, honey, and I know pink exactly. and turquoise blues and Miami Vice logos make you think that's all it is, but Miami contains multitudes. <laughs> mm. And that one-dimensional thinking just shows you're an out-of-towner, baby. Not that you were going to blend in, but goddamn, baby, we expected more from you. <laughs> but I get it. She she was trying Felt to be bougie. like, what, 2013? When was that even? I can't. Mm. Mm. I mean, hate to see it. You hate to see it, but you know, in the end of the day... Why not? It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, they go there and she's just like taken uh, taken in the sights and sounds. Um, she's just kind of like, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool. Like, uh, just I, I feel like I could live here and this could be cool. And what, what if like, why couldn't we like move to Miami? He says, because you have a baby to raise in Louisiana. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, 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 my God. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, you fucking made her, Yara. Okay. Holy shit. You don't see my sperm making a baby by itself, do you, Yara? Okay? A baby didn't grow in my dick, Yara. Yeah. So talk to your stupid jeans about making a baby. (laughs) Yo, he hates his daughter because... The daughter is essentially he's identified the daughter as like an obstacle to his wife's sex, like having sex with his wife. So it's like, okay, so something's got to give. Okay, it's either we break up or you throw the baby away for like a couple hours so we can have unfulfilling sex. I don't know, but it's clear his whole thing is like, we don't fuck. We need to fuck. You just care about this baby. And I get on some level, it seems like she's really, really, really attached to the child and like he's like sleeping in the same bed or whatever but more than that he's like just just treating it like you're treating this baby as an obstacle like going about this shit all wrong and he's like and you don't pay attention to me it's like bruh you are a fucking parent okay did you forget that or is this because you know what yara is not one of your little kaiju that you go down in the breach and jack off in one of your submarines. She's your wife, okay? You got to honor her. I'll be it's honest, different. Yara, okay? When I married you, um, first of all, it was an accident. Second of all, it was because you guilted me with that miscarriage, Yara. Oh, my God. Third of all, Yara. You probably would say something like that. 
Okay, third of all, Yara, I just need you to know I married you as a cover for my love for the kaiju. Because I knew we could never be accepted by society. I needed so I a beard. married you, Yara. I needed a beard for the kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> You're my kaiju beard. Me and the kaiju could never live on land together the way me and you can. It was just practical. Yara... Yara, if you knew the kaiju loads I had to deal with, you would be saluting me and giving me an award, a medal or something, man, because it ain't easy. And you know what? It ain't easy living in a world where I have to pretend that the only way I can jack off my kaiju partner is to threaten the world with apocalypse and damn near total annihilation as a cover story just for me to spend time. You know me and Godzilla just want to chill on the surface and go to the same places you do. We want to go to Bourbon Street. And also, so Yara, the kaiju would never say, oh, is the Uber going to smell like throw up and weed like it does in New Orleans, Yara? <laughs> The kaiju would never disrespect my city like that, Yara. You know, and that's what kills me, Yara, is that, look, Mecha Ghidorah and Mothra, Gajamong, all I can do is show them pictures of New Orleans. They'll never get to go because the second they surface, they'll drop a nuclear bomb on them. And they don't want that. They will never get to smell the throw up, Yara. Okay, don't you feel stupid now? Mm. And privilege, Yara. Mm. Honestly, I married you because you were nothing but a vaginas to me. All right. And now somehow you're another kind of woman that made a baby. What, mm. What's up with that? I married one version. Now you're another version. Mm-hmm. I don't like that, Yara. Yeah. I'm the same guy, Yara. Okay, jizz in the water or on land, Yara. I'm the same Joby. But they don't. But again, she's a beard. We'll get. I'm sure that'll come out over the course of them filming, because this is not a real relationship. And he, he's just completely. He doesn't even know what it means to be a father. So yikes for them. That's never good. Um, you got anything else about this forbidden kaiju love, or shall we move on? That's it. Okay, well then, it's time to talk about <laughs> Brandon and Julia, Julia and Blandon. They are moving soon. They're about to move. They are on the brink of moving. They have the fucking paper signed for a fucking apartment in Richmond. It's got a seamless kitchen into living space. It's wonderful. Julia is so ready to fucking leave. Brandon, uh, now we now we screw <laughs> and we make sounds, Brandon. Yeah. Oh. No more fucking in silence, Brandon, by the goats. You know, and I will we say this. We never fuck by goats again, except Aww. when we want to for fun. <laughs> and we'll bring this small goat uh, stuffed animal to be the surrogate in that instance. So we can, you know, just put that there to remind us of the barn times. I will say that I'm really happy for them. The one benefit of moving to their own places. Now they are truly entitled to their right to come loudly. Um, you know, initially we were, we used to advocate for their right to even come in silence, uh, because that was even being challenged, but now they do have the right to come loudly. Um, and that's great. I think that's, I'm really happy for them. 
really happy for them. There's no feeling like when you graduate magna come loudly. That is the best feeling on earth. Mm-hmm. That was a joke in um, Mall Rats, and he's like, yeah, class of uh, cum laude, class of 69. And then uh, Jason Lee says, I'd like to come loudly, preferably in a 69. Anyway, <laughs> I watched too many. I watched Mall Rats too many times in the late 90s. What else is going on? But yeah. I watched Clerks too many times. Oh, yeah, 90s. I watched Clerks too. I was very much and into Chasing that. Amy too. Oh, the, but that was because I had a crush Amy? on her. Which, oh, uh, Joey Lauren Adams. I was like, oh, she has such a tiny voice. I want to be inside her. What? Okay. Oh, Joey Lauren Adams? Yeah, fucking <laughs> loved that. <laughs> such a... <laughs> that voice was it in the 80s. Remember Jennifer yeah. Tilly? Why was it so fucking Everybody, hot? Because we were so it's fucked upsetting, up. right? And we're like, oh, they sound like children. But that's you know not I mean? why we liked it. I mean, maybe not us, but there was a, an emphasis on like, you know, because again, Jennifer Tilly had a whole career being like a sexy baby talker too. And now she's just killing it at poker. Yeah. But like, I was never like, ooh, what I like about them is that they sound like children. I think with Joey Lauren Adams was that she like looks really tough and like in that like hot, like 90s way with like short hair and like the thin eyebrows that we were all had and stuff. And then right, she right, talks right. and her voice is like, Totally not what you think. I don't know. Maybe that's what's hot about it. It's like unexpected. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, um, anyway, we're coming loudly, and that's everyone's right to come loudly. We just want exactly. to say that is an official. That's that a stance is, of this podcast. That is stance, and in silence. But everyone has the right to come, no matter what. That's just that is plus do whatever you got to do. One billion um, points to the idea yep, of, of coming coming loudly, loudly. or in silence. No, but no matter what it is. Only if you want to in silence. Yeah. It's up to you. Again, you have the right to do anything as long as you're not harming yourself or others. Okay, just do whatever you got to do. But just just come. If you're going to come in a barn, just don't don't let Betty know. And don't fuck in the jacuzzi because then Betty will get really fucking mad about that. Yes. Because only And her don't and- ruin the goat butter that she's going to make by jizzing in it because she will also know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon. Absolutely. This doesn't taste right, Brandon. Why is it sour? Ooh. It just, the, the goat just got milk, Brandon. Why is no. the milk already sour? The gone it bad. smells like that Chuck house that he's trying to flip with Andre. <laughs> Why is it so sour? You know, I, I think Julia would shank Betty if she could. She's like so, <laughs> she's like, I'm out of here. Fuck her. We're done. They're dead to us. Let's go, Brandon. And like Betty, like when they're leaving, you know, she got that big glass of wine. And Ron is just like got the TiVo remote. And he's like, oh, so you guys are leaving? Okay. And she's like, you know, we'll still, still can't find anyone to, to help on weekends. Brandon, your old mother, she's just going to be here just doing the labor. I don't know what to do. And Brandon's like, okay, just trying to be, you know, a good son. And also he he's has an inability to leave the house. It feels like he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah, we can We do can that. help you on weekends, mom. What Who do you the mean fuck is we? we? What do you mean we? Yo, you better define we, motherfucker. Are you talking about the Nintendo console? No. Because it damn sure you home, and me. Brandon. You go. You touch goat shit. Oh, fuck. Fine. I'm not coming. And if look, if you want to go, you can do that. But I will be at home. Fuck Betty. <laughs> I can feel like it's what she's she like. About. I'm not even gonna fucking drive you there. Yeah, exactly. She's like, you like, go on your own. Like, nah. 
I shoveled enough of that shit to last me for my whole fucking life. Jesus. So then moving day comes finally and Betty is a mess. And she's like, oh, God, I don't know what I'm, I just, you don't. And Ron does a really weird job of packing that truck. It seemed like the boxes were very precariously stacked on the back of a pickup truck with one single, like, bungee cord over one of the, like, the highest box. And I was like, sir, this is, what the fuck is this, Ron? This is dangerous. You put people at risk putting them loading your truck up like that. It looked like it was packed by someone who has ADD. And I say that as someone who has ADD. <laughs> mm. When you like start like doing a good job, but then you like, oh, remember you had something in another room that you forgot. So you bring that down and somehow now it's in there. And you're like, well, I guess it's in there now. And you start piling other shit around it. Right. And you're right, like, right. well, but oh, oh, but you know what I love is comic books. And then you find your your box of comic books. And you're like, why did I look for that again? What the fuck? And now it's in the truck. It's like, why is the lamp in there? I got bed sheets mixed with like kitchen utensils. Yeah, you're yes. like, my labeling system is fucked now. Huh. Huh. So. Fuck. Okay. But I do love how mad Julia was that Betty wasn't carrying shit. Right. She was like, can you get your mom to put her back into it? Cause she's just dangling those fucking legs off the counter. Like, like yeah, like a kid in a movie. Like, hey, Mister, what you doing? Just licking a fucking lollipop. One of them spinny hats. <laughs> wow, Mister, you moving in here? Cool. My name's Billy. I live next door. My oh, dad. Gee, I never seen factory. a room that's a kitchen and a toilet and a living room and a bedroom before. <laughs> So cool. <laughs> so yeah, she at that one point there's like a cutaway where like it's Ron and Betty and he's like, you know, I'm I think when it comes to the parents or Julia and Brandon, um, I think we've lost. You know, we've lost to Julia. And she's like, I don't, I don't know, Ron. You know, just, we'll see what happens. We'll see if that's the case in the end. And like she did that shit like a villain in a movie where she's like, I still got a few moves left <laughs> that I haven't played. I didn't think we'd get here, but I will do it. It is so creepy to watch a grown ass woman frame her son finally moving out her goddamn house mm -hmm. with their wife as we finally lost him. Right. What the fuck is wrong with you? Fix Was this your some fucking life. Game? Ah, they got us. They got us on that one. All right, Betty. So like, I guess fucking nail a cross and put Blandon on it like 1995 to 2021 because he fucking moved out of your house. What is wrong with you? But yeah, that's that's what's going on. Let fucking uh, Blandon live his life. He doesn't even know how to be a human yeah, being without he's gonna you. Have it Just hard breathing enough. on his neck. <laughs> Whatever. Fucking good. Good luck to you. Um, okay, shall we take a break? Shout, shout out to the families. <laughs> hey, shout out to the families. Uh, we'll be back after this to talk about the last two couples and a lot of yelling from Mike suddenly. Okay, after this. Hmm. America's so fucking tight. America, America, America. 
And we're back. And let's check in with Mike and Natalie. They're this whole thing. I don't even whatever. I mean, some shit happened with fucking Juliana. I don't care that that really doesn't have anything to do with anything um, because it was so boring. But then suddenly there's like this Mike shows up and they start talking or whatever. And they have this couch moment that goes completely off the rails that he's suddenly like angry about all this shit and um, very weird. It is a hugely fucked up scene. And mm-hmm. I I don't know how you feel about watching something like that go down and like know that the producers are there. Mm-hmm. And like is the idea that he's just like burying himself or something because if I watch somebody shout at a woman like that in public, I would intervene. I would say, "Excuse me, like you can't talk to somebody like that, but this the is fact that the producers, I know, I mean, they have criminals on the show, but it just some, seemed like it was so crazy when he's screaming at her, like in her face and saying, like, you need to get with the program or get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And then just saying that, like. He's screaming at her and saying, you're throwing a tantrum. Love to see a grown man scream in a woman's face that she's throwing a tantrum. Mm-hmm. When she's just sitting there trying to absorb being fucking yelled at. It was wild. There's, I mean, I think the, the way the producers probably saw it was like, okay, here's the moment where Mike finally does something about stuff. He's just been sitting, sitting by and blah, blah, blah. And whatever that completely like excuses everything that happens and is inaccurate. But I feel like that's like what they feel the narrative is of this rather than like dude, just dude shrieks at woman and is like, just being like, call my mom, ask her. And then she's going to body slam you over the phone. And you're like, Oh my I love that she hung up on the mom. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's just like she's like this is enough. But yeah, I mean, it, I just think like I just think it's really weird that he think. I mean, it's I guess it's not weird in the scope of like this is exactly the kind of toxic guy that thinks that they're a nice guy. Right. It's just like painful to watch it play out and on screen in front of other people where he's yelling at the producers to like, be like, say something if you disagree with me and everyone's silent and he just takes it to mean that he's right. Instead of that, like they're just letting the show happen and are not interfering Mm because they don't give a shit about Natalie. Um, But yeah, just to watch a man scream and like berate someone when they're like, he doesn't respect me. I don't know if it's because I'm a foreigner or what. And then have that person scream at the foreigner to get with the program or get the fuck out. It's just so much of it is like, I mean, it's just coded the, language and yeah. very barely coded, like not even really. And then all of a sudden we're like flashing to Christmas Eve. Right. For some fucking reason. And I guess she gave all the gifts that he gave her on their first Christmas together away to somebody else. And he got really, really pissed. 
Yeah. And this is the thing. I think everybody's everybody is taking an L in this relationship. You know, like she's they're all they're all fucking they all have their own shitty way of being dysfunctional and like they just won't stop. And again, this is like another one where it's like does your head in because it's like, oh my god, it's the same shit over and over, and it's so boring. Because you're like, this isn't even good for it. Like, this is this isn't good for anything. It's not even good for TV. You're like, everybody is suffering and just needs to get the fuck out of this. And I don't even want to see this shit anymore. Um, but yeah, and then his whole thing with he just likes to, I don't know, like the I get the language barrier shit, you know, because like I'm uh, my mom like is a English as a second language speaker, so I can see how sometimes. English speakers can use that kind of shit to fucking dominate a conversation or just like end seemingly a win an argument and things like that. And some of that shit would pop up with him and her mom because like they'll word things in a way that she doesn't understand all the time. Like, yeah, exactly. You see, like that's and that's exactly what that means based on our narrow fucking idea of what, how she's trying to communicate. So I don't know. Just big, I mean, big I really fucking want to see the hooker footage and I'm tired of seeing hooker gate happen without them like not showing us what the fuck actually went down. I'm sure they're waiting for the tell all and be like, yeah. this is what really happened with hooker gate. But um, the thing about it is, is that I feel like a lot of what Natalie says is poorly translated, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think a lot of what people interpret her saying is like it's not exactly what she's saying and i think it goes like to what you were saying before about yeah like if you're not a native speaker you will always be like a step behind because you're translating from your native language before you say what you're trying to say so it takes longer already and then like if you're being yelled at during the pause it's taking you to translate it's guess what not gonna get any quicker Mm-hmm. And if someone's yelling at you that you don't like love them or whatever, or to t- screaming and being like, tell me you love me or whatever the fuck that right. was. Yeah. That's why it's just like, get the fuck. Like, I don't care that she gave your fucking gifts away or she just straight up <laughs> regifted your Christmas gifts. <laughs> you know, this is, I, I really want to know what the fuck happened there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I am glad, though, that she's hasn't been staying there because we find that out that she's only slept at yeah, the like house only recently. one night after Christmas, mm-hmm. um, after the Christmas fight. And that's it. The rest of the time she's been spending at her friends. And I mean, I totally think that makes sense. He's scary. I mean, he doesn't believe in God because he he knows what's really up. Okay. Well, if he believes that you know the truth is out there Mm -hmm. then the aliens know how shitty he's acting they're not gonna stand for that wait well you don't know that actually they think i'm pretty chill and you know some people say that maybe when i say i've been abducted it's probably lucid dreaming they say there's kind of a phenomenon about that but i don't think that's the case i know the truth okay and she regifted my christmas gifts i really (sighs) want to know one what the gifts were and two what the fuck he did Exactly. Exactly. There's, I mean, just for the tea, I really want to know what happened with the gifts. Um, yeah. Well, also, kind of what made me laugh is that it is like actually essentially the Christmas spirit to give your gifts to somebody who doesn't have gifts. So I just thought it was really funny that he got so mad and yelled at her. And like, of course, I'd be mad too if someone regifted my gifts. 
But I also thought it was like the irony of being really like mm. yelly about it. And it's a Christmas like tradition. <laughs> Wait, you would re-gift something like that? Just like that? No, I wouldn't. But I'm just saying like, oh. I also think yelling at someone for doing something that technically is kind of a, in the but Christmas that's spirit. Di- I mean, but that's using the cover of that to, if you just, if, you know, there is a version where you just did that shit so cynically because you're like, fuck you, watch this. I need, no, I gave him to someone else. Fuck that. Oh no, I'm sure she did it to be petty. Yeah. But I just thought that, Oh, got you, got you. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) if she was smart, she'd be like, I mean, that's the Christmas spirit, Mike. I mean, surely even the aliens would be for sharing on Christmas. I'd imagine if they're anything like God. Do you, Miles Gray, think that either of them deserve love? I don't give a shit. I'm just tired of looking at them fucking people. If you never have to see either of them again. Do you I believe don't that give they deserve a fuck. Love? I don't. You I don't, don't know. I really don't care. Like I'm not invested enough to even adjudicate what they don't do or don't deserve. I just want to be rid of them. I don't want to cast Amen. my gaze upon them anymore. Ever since the ring gate and her throwing that shit, it shit was just so bad. And he he wasn't willing to communicate the his pain over that, and that festered. She had her own issues with him that she wasn't communicating. That festered. And then they just started fucking just taking shots. It just became chaos. And it's not even good. I bet you though that the gifts weren't good. Because there's no way she she like gave her diamond earrings. And she was like, oh, I give to my friend Svetlana. That's not not what would have gone down. I wonder what what the gift was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, whatever. We'll see what the gift is. Who gives a shit? Um, no, for sure, for sure, for sure. Let's, no one gives a shit. Let's move on uh, to someone we do give a shit about. Kalani and Osweilu. Really just because we love <laughs> whatever it hopefully is going to go down between Tammy and Kalani's family. And we get a preview of what's going to go down. And okay. it looks fucking messy as hell. Okay, so. Because really what this episode with them was is just like a little like preamble little like amuse amuse bouche for like the fight that they're setting up mm-hmm. it is an amuse time amuse bouche to remember and maybe not remember but okay so she Oswald is gonna go pick up his mom and his sister and her kids and stuff to have like this whole christmas holiday together and it's pretty icy when he shows up tammy's like oh look whose little bitch ass decided to show up like she's already fucking <laughs> like not not very uh familial with it um and you know she already has the energy of someone who's not been doing work on maintaining their peace uh, based on what we saw in the tell-all when she was like oh i'll beat you up too kalini and then i'll go to your house and i'll beat you up too oh just like that tammy just like that okay thank you i would like to see that she's a fucking tiny idiot who's gonna get her ass kicked she's gonna fuck around and find out yo she this is the funny thing gonna get bodied by kalini kalani low the entire fucking family i'll tell you this the second that tammy lunged for kalani at the pier or whatever the fuck when that shit when it first got physical the first time she's like i'm gonna beat you up when tammy was like you know crying and shit you crying mother you ain't you ain't about to do shit you just fried your circus. That's why you crying. Because if you're really about that shit, you would have fucking sneaked through one right there. And the other thing was, Kalani didn't even flinch when Tammy tried to come at her. She's like, this motherfucker. 
she's not fucking shit. scared. She's like, has she seen me? I, does she know? I I was born in the darkness. Lions are not concerned with sheep. She's not out here being like, oh, what's tiny Tammy gonna do? Mm-mm. And also, nah. remember you when we saw the, the last episode. Lo was talking like Don King, like he was. Yeah. Like, you know, if it comes what down was to gonna it, happen's gonna happen. What's gonna happen? And I'm not worried about my daughters because I used to, I will raise them. Uh, they will butcher uh, fowl <laughs> and pigs, and so I got them used to de- deconstructing body parts. And since then, they've learned to find weak points in their enemies and their opponents. And you know, yes, maybe I did. You know, I know there was a rough spot with their mother because. I was fighting them in these underground circuits, but they were undefeated and they never got hurt. They never got, would never put my daughters in a situation like that, but we want big money and then the state took them away and that's a long story, but now I'm back. And I, anyway, I believe in them. Ever heard of Lila Ali? Mm-hmm. She had mm-hmm. nothing compared to Kalini nothing. Kalani. Cyborg from the Brazilian MMA fighter. <laughs> Ronda Rousey better watch her ass. Ronda Rousey, she'll be, she'll be, she'll be real snoozy. Rhonda never rousey. Um, again, <laughs> Tammy, I would look. I would love to see it go down. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> love to see mothers fight each other at Christmas. <laughs> like is like you had a Chuck E. Cheese at the at the at the at the height of summer oh, where you see mothers Christmas fighting. Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love. You know, just this whole fucking this beef between the two, because it feels like old school wrestling. And that's like Tammy's blustering feels like that shit, too, where she's like, it doesn't matter. Oh, but we digress just for that moment. We'll get back to the, the shit talking. But when he greets his mom, he seems like, oh, mom, good to see you. He kissed her on the cheek. And Tammy's like, oh, oh shit. Oh, wow. Did you see that, mom? Can you believe that? Oh, shit? you got to dis. Wow. He's gonna fucking diss you like that. He's not even gonna give tongue. He's not gonna to make out with you like the last episode. We saw the last Are time you they kissed. Joking? We saw the last time. Does he re- forget time? that he used to live inside you for almost a fucking year? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Out of here with no fucking tongue, dude. That's they... your mom. Oh my god, that's just a. <laughs> She was really, she really called that out. And I'm, and I get too, because it was something that was discussed all over. And he was even like, yo, that kiss with your mom was something different. I hadn't seen that before. Never saw that before. That's all I was say. Come here, my Merry mom. Christmas, mom. Oh, okay. Come here. Come here, Sonny. <laughs> yo, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> You go to go to Pornhub if you want to hear motherfuckers talking like that. Uh, but yeah, there was just I don't know. There, there's just this whole there's just so much tension going on between the two of them. They're not making out. Although I'm not gonna lie, the second he kissed her on the cheek, in my mind I was like, wait, hold up, y'all don't kiss like that. I was like, if you're gonna, that's if the you're kiss, kiss of a man mother, that's been shamed for making out with his yeah. mom by the internet. If you're gonna kiss your mother, kiss your mother, please. <laughs> um, and then he just lets him know. He's like, look, I'm gonna be honest. Kalani, Kalini, the whole crew—they're a little bit nervous, you know, about you guys coming through. And she's like, what the fuck are they fucking worried? What the fuck are they worried about? What are they worried about? And he's like, uh, they're worried about Tammy's ass because she says she'll beat them. 
at the last on the fucking tell-all. That's what the fuck is up. And they're like, oh, come on, man. It's Christmas, man. Get over that shit. <laughs> We're not going to fucking beat her up on Christmas. Come on. On Christmas Eve, that is Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Jesus take the wheel. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Because my hands are going to be busy beating her ass. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Easy. Uh, yeah. I'm glad it could happen on a holy day so she can meet God on the on the high holiday. Fucking send her straight up. Okay. Because that's what we'll do. But you know, I this is a uh, this is this is the forever uh, conflict with them. And she she was still just like, whatever, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to still make threats and then run like a coward. If you were going to do some shit, you would have done some shit. That's all. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying Tammy is weak and that she probably isn't a strong person. No, not at all. That's a completely different skill set. She's not. What I'm saying is physically, she did not demonstrate the, you know, the the dirty sneaker fuck it all attitude that someone who's just going to launch off into a street fight would. And I'm not saying that you have to. Also, we saw when Tammy tried, she had those weak ass noodle arms. She wasn't trying to do nothing. I'm just saying it's, again, um, it's funny because I'm looking in the chat and a lot of people are trying to debate what will happen. Just watch the tape. My money's on Kalani. Watch the tape from that pier fight. She wasn't about that life. Come on now, everybody. Come on now. And and look at us. This now show is turned into a fucking cyber. Like, who gonna fuck each other up more on Christmas? And I mean, we did not invent that. Mm -hmm. Do you remember a little show called Celebrity Boxing? Mm -hmm. Oh, we were raised on that. So. Mm. Yeah. Blame MTV. Yeah. Oh, wow. Celebrity Deathmatch. That's what I meant. The Claymation show. Yeah. I mean, it's getting there with all those like Jake Paul versus Mike Tyson type fights. Kim Kardashian fought someone back in the day. She did? Yeah. Oh. Or like tried. I don't know. I think there was an episode. Who gives a fuck? And Judge Mills Lane was the... Was the referee? I remember the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it is. There it is. Mm. All right. Well, I don't think I have anything else to add aside from hopefully we'll see the Christmas Day massacre go down at the Kalani household. Um, but we shall see. Again, I think it's all for the camera at the end because I've, I've I don't think I've ever seen people legit throw hands on this show. And if I'm mistaken, please let well, me know. Well, we did with Pedro. Pedro. And uh, Chantel. Oh, yeah. That was a weird. Yeah, that was a scuffle. That was yeah, a real that one. was real. Yeah. That had the chair shuffling energy that yes. if you're at a club the brother and fights, you're like, oh, I hear furniture moving very quickly. <laughs> there's a fight. Because you're there. It's <laughs> like, oh, what's going on? Anyway. God, what a time to be alive. Anyway, shout out Celebrity Deathmatch. Bring it back. But the real life version, come on. We're going to watch the end of the world together. We might as well be entertained. But that's it. Anything else to add? Nope. Okay, cool. Well, with that, thank you so much for listening today. Uh, We will be back again to talk 90 Day Fiance, The Single Life, uh, very shortly. And we will be moving on to a new show after that. Thank you so much for people to, uh, for for people too, but thank you for supporting us on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash 40 day fiance, 40 day, 420 day fiance. What the 
fuck was that? That was a 420k I bonus. I think he didn't smoke enough. I Are smoked, you okay? I smoked plenty. No? I smoked a plenty. Man, I'm jo- I'm not joking. This ounce I got, it's I've paced it out perfectly. You know what I mean? You got to get a pace going. You got to make sure you're not smoking too much. Just smoking just enough. And I've been doing that. Anyway, go to patreon.com slash 420dayfiance to find and out. Yes. When you go there, mm-hmm. you can support the show. And at the $8 level, you can get a personalized shout out in any yeah. character you want. And we have more shout outs coming next episode. Oh, yeah. And also. um, The vault. What else? Something about the Patreon. Oh, yes. Chicken man. And at the $10 level. You can have access to all of the vault episodes that we've released so far, and a new one comes out every Monday. Yeah, and you can become a chicken man for twenty dollars and join us for the super spreader event where we will be watching Jersey Shore so on Zoom together. So intimate, and it's going to so be intimate. tomorrow, and it's going to be fire. And I have never seen it. Well, that is so. for on the podcast. Sorry, that's not you're not going to hear that shit. But that's for the the stream. You heard it. Uh, that's where we'll be doing it. Um, and what else? Yeah, at 420 Day Fiance on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us there. We're there. We have a Discord as well. Um, and look, if you want to join the Discord, sh- holler at us on social. Or maybe come to one of the streams, twitch.tv slash 420dayfiance, where you can, the K1s go off in the chat. There we have debates. Fucking the biggest one is about what will happen with Tammy in a fight. Uh, now we were posting links to the Discord. You can get in on that. It's a vibrant lovely community full of love and we love the k1s so come on by um with that i've been so oh oh what hmm. one last thing yeah what was it also in addition to a shout out Mm -hmm. at the eight dollar level you can vote on what the next thing we watch is oh yeah 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 could be fuckboy island could be i think there's a new um love is there's that um, there's also a new, um, oh, paradise Island or whatever, right? Yes. Love or 90 day exactly. fiance, but in the, in the islands. I mean, we should yes. probably get into that anyway. That's for y'all to tell us about. And that's why we have these events where we can actually talk to you, see your faces and exchange ideas and stories and know what you do and hear about all the interesting shit you do living off the grid or training for ultra marathons or vibing out with crystals. I, we see you out there. K ones. We know you contain multitudes anyway. Meow, meow. I am Sophia Alexander. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, at the Sophia S O F Y I A, and also my other podcast, Private Parts Unknown. No, what? that's not how you spell my name. S O F I Y A. Yeah, you just did it wrong. What did I do? S O F Y A. You did Y I. Jordy Shore Y I. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sophia S O F I Y A, um, and also my other podcast. Private Parts Unknown with Courtney Kosak and my album Father's Day. It was number one. And you should check it out and you know fucking why. Okay, so listen to it, fool. And you can find me, Miles Gray, on Instagram and Twitter at Miles of Gray. That's Gray with an A. Mm -hmm. And you can check out my other podcast, The Daily Zeitgeist Mm. with Jack O'Brien and really dope guests every day. Mm. 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 Well, until Until then, then. yes, we have been yours truly and truly yours, and we hope to see you soon. And shout out to the families. And shout out to the families all day. No, no doubt. All right, y'all. 
See you soon. Bye. Meow. We're going to come back to the show right now. Okay, maybe not. I think my ecstasy is starting to hit everybody. You have something like a bottle cap or something I can chew on? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck.